TKO Market Insights, our angle on the news, shaping the market today, by Thomas Friedberger, co-CIO of TKOIM. Good morning. Let's start this uh, first podcast of the year with a couple of statistics about 2023 and 2024. First of all, in 2024, 50% of the world population will vote, which is a record high. 50 countries will have uh, elections, including India and the US. Um, so half of the world uh, uh, population will go to uh, will go to vote uh, this year, which means that on in theory, uh, 50% of the world population uh, could change uh, uh, political leadership this year, which will not uh, probably help uh, the stability, um, political stability. Then in 2023, um, to be noted, the Nikkei index in Japan broke higher than its 1989 peak. So it took 34 years to recover uh, from the, the, the bubble peak. Uh, also in 2023, uh, US Treasuries returned 4% um, to uh, investors. This is the uh, 48th uh, percentile uh, historically, so it's an average performance, but uh, to be noted because in 2022, the performance uh, of US Treasuries was catastrophic. And also in 2023, the NASDAQ uh, returned 53.81%, outperforming by about 30% uh, the S&P 500 after two years of underperformance. This is the best performance of uh, NASDAQ in total returns since 1999 and the top of the dot-com bubble. The Magnificent Seven in 2023, so those uh, seven stocks, Alphabet, Amazon, Apple, Meta, Microsoft, Nvidia, and Tesla, have doubled their market cap in 2023. So also a notable um, uh, landmark. Uh, those seven stocks now uh, represent 30% of the S&P 500, which is a very, very high uh, uh, weight. So 70% for the, the remaining 493 stocks. In Europe, the concentration is also increasing. The granolas, those uh, 11 stocks being GlaxoSmithKline, Roche, SML, um, Nestle, Novartis, Novo, um, L'Oreal, LVMH, AstraZeneca, SAP and Sanofi now account for more than a quarter of the stock's 600 index. Most of the market performance in equities this year has been explained by those stocks, so the granolas in Europe and the Magnificent Seven in, uh, in the US. And this is also true of earning expectations for 2024. Just to give you an idea, the S&P earnings growth is expected to be close to 10%, but Magnificent Seven uh, earnings growth is expected to be at plus 30%. Uh, well, for the rest, it's it's about 5%. So the hope is still that mega caps will outperform, which raises an issue, of course, for stock pickers. Some statistics about the Red Red Sea uh, with the, uh, the issues um, uh, currently experienced uh, uh, with uh, the traffic uh, in this uh, area of the world being uh, disrupted by uh, attacks on, uh, on, on boats. Um, so 12% of world trade uh, 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 transit through this uh, route of the of the Red Sea and the uh, uh, the Bab El Mandeb uh, uh, um, uh, Strait. Um, Thirty percent of the global container uh, traffic goes uh, through this route. Twelve percent of exported oil in the world go through this route, and eight percent of exported gas go through this route. So, a very important, obviously, strategic point uh, of entrance for the Red Sea and uh, uh, you know, in direction of the uh, Suez Canal. Um, and so, of course, uh, you know, the disruptions there and the obligations for boats, uh, for some boats to uh, actually uh, go through the uh, uh, 
through uh, uh, you know the route uh, con uh, uh, you know uh, circumventing Africa through South Africa uh, is, is is definitely uh, putting uh, uh, pressure on freight prices and on um, and and, uh, and will probably have an effect on inflation. A word about default default rates in the U.S. and in Europe. Default rates for U.S. junk rated corporate debt has increased to level typically associated with recessions. The stress is building from this perspective and uh, uh, is challenging the optimist, uh, optimistic rhetoric currently at play. The high-yield corporate default rate in the U.S. is running above 5%, according to Moody's Investor Service October report. That's the highest since the COVID crisis um, and uh, uh, high borrowing costs have uh, started to hit credit markets more significantly, of course. This stress trans translates into triple C spreads that are wider than during the COVID crisis. Uh, which means that the lower quality credit space is uh, is now uh, uh, you know uh, uh, taking those uh, expected defaults into into account, while high yield indices still trade uh, on relatively tight spreads. So you know the the, the discrepancy comes from the fact that uh, lower quality credit are expected to default much more than uh, average quality credit. But the current default wave is being driven mostly by leveraged loans this time, issued by companies with poor credit ratings. That's uh, a break from the past when junk bonds have traditionally been the first to crack uh, as economic conditions deteriorated. Recovery rates on leveraged loans are indeed collapsing on the back of more aggressive terms granted by lenders in the bull market years. Uh, in Europe, it's the same picture. Defaults are also increasing. Uh, in Germany, uh, which is the uh, European uh, Union largest uh, economy, uh, bankruptcies rose tw by 25% year on year from January to September 2023. Uh, higher interest rates have fueled, fueled uh, the, this trend. This trend is expected to continue as many businesses will have to refinance debt at higher rates in the coming months, whatever the scenario of the of central bank rate action. In France, in the Netherlands, in Japan, bankruptcies were up more than 30% year-on-year in October, according to national statistic offices as well. And in the UK, insolvencies for January to September period has also hit their highest level since 2009, according to insolvency service. And to finish, uh, two stats, one on IPO in the Middle East. The IPO market has remained very robust in the Middle East, which accounted for just over 50% of uh, all the IPOs of the uh, EMEA um, uh, volumes. Uh, so very dynamic market in the Middle East for IPOs. And uh, stat on, on, on demographics, in 1960, there were as many European people as African people. Uh, so same number of people on both continents. In, to, in, uh, in 2050, uh, Europe's population will be a, quarters, a quarter of Africa's population. And with that, we wish you a good day. Thank you.